This, ladies and gentlemen, is the real deal. I'm super blessed and just totally humbled. You know, great, great to have him back. Welcoming, this guy needs no introduction. Welcoming back to Jackson Share Sports Radio, Johnny Hodges, who is the top linebacker for the TCU Horn Frogs. Johnny, I mentioned your story last time in last last uh, interview, and I mean, I don't even need to start. Y- you went from Navy, not even being recruited for football, going for there to lacrosse, going all the way and walking on there. TCU was the only school that the transfer portal that uh, you got accepted to. You sent out, I saw on your Instagram, all these me- emails day after day after day. People didn't respond, but you kept going and you kept at it. And now you're on TCU and now you're in the national championship. I mean, wow. This is probably the best story, sports story I've ever heard. So Johnny, welcome back to Jackson Share Sports Radio. Hey, I'm Jackson. What an intro, dude. You're always killing it and getting better. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> always, man. Thank thank you. Uh, so first of all, happy new year. Happy, have a healthy and happy new year. Um, and my first question for you, Johnny, how was this college football playoff experience like? I mean, you had 70,000 fans yelling for both teams. Oh, it was nuts. It was nuts. I mean, just big game. It was a great game, I'm sure, for the fans to watch. It was a great game to be a part of. And, you know, it was great to win. But, yeah, the fans were going nuts. There's a bunch of people watching. It was cool. Really cool. Fortunately, we'd have a bunch of big games this year, so it kind of prepared us a little bit. Thank goodness, because that would have been a little bit of a wake-up call. I mean, to- I mean, against one of the best teams in the nation with that type of atmosphere in one of the biggest bowl games of the year. I mean, you can't make it up. You can't make it up. And a lot of a lot of people thought that you guys shouldn't even be in. I was like, are you kidding? Are you serious? They just didn't know what you were made of. <laughs> they just didn't know what you were made of. And I'm I'm going to be real for a sec. A lot of people thought that, you know, Alabama should be in over you guys or, all, you know, Ohio State obviously made it in. But it, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. And you guys beat Michigan flat out. So lots of props. Um, Thank you. Yeah, of course. So I'm interested, you know, to know about the game plan. More, more on the game plan uh, against Michigan. How did you and the defense work together to stop JJ McCarthy? Um, well, you know, our our goal going into the game was to definitely uh, limit their run. They're such a good running team that just kind of opens up everything for them when they can run the ball the way they run it. So uh, I think going into every game, your goal is to make a team one dimensional, whether that means limit their passing ability or limit their running ability. Because if they can do both, they're just going to kind of walk all over you. So totally. we're fortunate enough to be able to shut down their run a little bit, give them some confusing looks that they hadn't seen. And then, uh, you know, JJ played great. He's beaten us a lot over the top. Our safeties weren't playing deep enough. And it was honestly like a nice little, okay, we need to work on this a lot too, not just the run. Um, but it was, it was a nice little thing, you know. But definitely shutting down the run was the big goal. And just trying to limit him a little bit. Totally. And I mean that that big run that Donovan Edwards had at the beginning of the game. I was like, I was watching with my grandparents. My cousin goes to Michigan. Big big screams from them. I was like, hold up, hold up. They're not in yet. Went down to the one yard line and got a stop on a trick play that I don't even know what Jim Harbaugh was thinking. How big was that momentum wise? Just shifting the momentum. Oh, that was huge. Just you know, it mostly just showed us that we were good enough to play. Uh, the biggest thing going into football games is just just your doubt, like, oh, is the media right? Are the, are the other team right? Is what everyone's saying about is true. Um, so there's always a little bit of doubt. There's going to be a little bit of doubt for us again this week. And I think that's just how the nature of football is. Everyone's like that. Like, oh, 
am I good enough to play against their best? And, uh, you know, just kind of that bounce out the window and you're making stops and big hits inside the goal line. And obviously that first play, wish I had it back, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. And, uh, oh, we lost him for a second. Um, but as as Johnny's coming back with us, uh, sorry, I lost you for a sec, Johnny. No, no big deal. Uh, so how about that hit? I mean, against JJ McCarthy, I didn't think that was a penalty. I'm not gonna lie. What do you what do you think about that? I thought that was kind of a soft call. I think he kind of sold it. I, what do you think? Um, you know, at the time I was like, oh my god, they're gonna get me in trouble for for targeting. Oh god. And I was like, no way, I'm getting kicked out for targeting because, and you know, it's there's not a whole lot you can do there as a defender, but uh. When, when they called just roughing the passer, I was relieved. But looking back, it, it wasn't the best call. And I think, you know, Michigan fans would agree with that. But it is what it is. Unfortunately, that happens in the game. People are – people, they make mistakes and refs make mistakes. And it was a big hit. And I, I don't know if he really flopped. He was just in the throw motion. I mean, I got a really good shot on him. But I was just happy it wasn't targeted. I wasn't getting kicked out. I could care less. That was delay a game or whatever it was, roughing the passer. Yeah, totally. And – I mean, just going back to like the haters, just for a second, you know, seven and a half point underdogs. Like, are we serious? Are we serious? Like, really? Against against TCU, they didn't. What do you think? What What do you think about that? You know, not the first time it's happened, and it's not the last. There you go. This year. Nope. I mean, listen, like Max Duggan said, I watched a video literally the day after. Your freaking quarterback, Max Duggan, is the man. Literally, I watched him against oh, yeah. Texas. Watched him, and now I've watched him all season. Unbelievable. His story's unbelievable, just like yours. I mean, it yeah, goes. Yeah, we got a couple kids on the team with just crazy stories. And that's and that's what you love to see. You know what I mean? And that it's not always Michigan. It's not always Ohio State. Not always Bama, Georgia. It's TCU. It's TCU, who was not even a preseason favorite at all for this for for the college football playoff, which is unbelievable. And it's great to see. Yeah. So I, I mean, I. I can't I can't even talk about Max Duggan. He's he's the man. He's got a hell of an arm. And just the thing that he said, I think it was um he was talking about how, you know, hard work goes a long way and talk, like his father said, he said on a video, talk is talk only goes so much. You know what I mean? And I feel like that was Michigan. Yeah. You know, talk was you can talk. I can talk all day. I'm not doing anything. I'm just talking, I'm running my mouth. I got nothing else to say. I gotta prove what who I am, prove to my team, prove to the nation, to the world that I'm, I'm superior to the other team. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. You know, Max is a great guy and he does a good job. You know, he doesn't talk at all. He just plays hard and you don't need to talk with that's what, how you play. Totally. And it goes to show you that anything is possible. If you put your mind to yes. it, hard work it pays off, man. I mean, honestly, and I've seen it from you. It's, it's really, it's great to see. So what was the most difficult part? out of the entire game uh, from your perspective in the Michigan game? Um, I'd say once we got to the fourth quarter, we're up a lot. We're tired. We're playing a good team that doesn't want to lose. They're going to keep playing. But the game was a little bit, you know, almost out of reach. But then we've just let them back into it, back in it. And that, that was probably the toughest part. Like, those are those are tough times as a, a player and when you're playing against someone because uh, when you let it be a one-score game like that, things can kind of go either way. Crazy stuff can happen. So that was probably the toughest part towards the end there. Definitely. And how did you mentally get ready for this game? Because I know physically we talked about, I think it was last time you didn't even listen to music. You just put a towel over your head and you just sat down and you were like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out and do th great things. So what was your pregame routine for this game? 
Oh, same thing. I don't listen to music before the games. I just kind of lay down, take some deep breaths, that sort of thing. But, you know, getting ready for a big game, you just take it one day at a time, one practice at a time, one film session at a time. You try to get better every day and get more comfortable with the game plan, more comfortable with how the other team approaches the game, how they come off the ball, that sort of thing. But by the time you get to the game, it's like you've already played the game 100 times in your head. So that's how I approached that game. Had, a, had a, some time to get healthy. Uh, had some time to, you know, watch their film, and then I'm doing the same thing again this week. I can't wait for it. I mean, I I definitely couldn't wait for it if I was you. That's unbelievable. How was this high scoring? You know, I, I don't think a lot of people expected this game to go over, and I, I certainly was not one of them. I thought it was going to be a defensive battle. How did you guys kind of adapt to that uh, high scoring element on defense? Um. Well, unfortunately, the high scoring element, we adapted to it by letting them score more points, which I'm not happy about because we should not have let them score that many points. But, um, you know, just we would go out there and we made stops when we needed to make stops. That's kind of how we adapted. Played hard, stuffed the run, did what we came to do. And then, uh, you know, if we did get the top phone off, they'd have a big play. They had a couple turnovers inside our uh, – inside our uh, – uh, inside the one yard line, our I side mean. of the field, there are a couple turnovers on our side of the field defensively, so that's tough. But just trying to, you know, maintain, not kind of shut down. We're just maintaining, doing what we had to do. Right, and from on on TV, I mean, it just seemed like you were on every single tackle, every play, whether it was Donovan Edwards. That's I mean, the goal. that's the goal. <laughs> that, literally, it just looked like you were on every single play, and I loved it. I was like, Thank oh, you. there's 57, Thank man. Between you and me. Between you and me, they listened to me at five tackles, and I was like, "No chance!" But oh wow, honestly, I could care less. We won the game. But yeah, exactly. Between you and me, I was a little surprised. Wow, man. But thank you. It means a lot, dude. Of course. Um, and I mean, I'm I can't imagine what it felt like when Michigan was like creeping back. Like, what what was that like? Just creeping, creep. Oh, it's slowly. scary. It's scary because there's just so many times you've seen comebacks and choke oh. jobs. So. Honestly, it's scary. And if you don't think it's scary, you're just lying to yourself. But when that's happening, you just got to, you know, take it one play at a time. Uh, do your job. Really focus on doing your job. Focus on running to the ball, all the little things. And then, you know, you can stop that kind of momentum shift. But in the moment, it was definitely like, all right, we got to we've got to figure this out because we're not losing this game like this. So definitely not. But yeah, I'd say it was scary when they're coming back like that. I'm sure. So So now moving on to like Georgia, we got the biggest game of your career, it continues on. You're now playing in the national championship. What are you doing to prepare for this game? How are you going to stop national champion Stetson Bennett? I mean, he's been on fire lately, but you guys have been too. You know, it's just an honor to play against them, an honor to go to the national championship one because that's what everyone dreams of and works for. So, of course. honestly, getting ready for them, we're just taking it one day at a time, you know, one practice at a time, one film session at a time, kind of what I was hitting on earlier, just – you know, getting comfortable with how they do things, watching film when we can, uh, and then not taking, you know, letting the stage get too bright, the, the lights get too bright, all that stuff. But, uh, you know, Stetson's a great player. has a great story. I can't wait to compete against him. I can't wait to hit him. I can't wait for him to, you know, yeah. make passes over my head. Uh, I can't wait for him to beat me a little bit. You know, I just can't wait to compete, and he's a competitor. He's going to compete the whole time, which is dangerous. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just taking it one day at a time. One one day at a time, one practice at a time. That's a, that's how I'm getting ready for it. And are you guys? You guys are in LA right now, or are you back home? Or so we're in Texas. We leave for LA on Friday. Oh, nice. So you're so you're you're just doing like normal routine, right? What's what's your routine like this week? 
morning practice, morning film, shit ton of treatment. And then <laughs> come afternoon, go home, take a nap, bring my dog to the dog park. And then, you know, now I'm about to head to dinner after the, after uh, I get home, after off the phone with you. Great. Well, I mean, I got a couple questions left. Nothing crazy. Take uh, your time. Take your time. No rush. All right. Uh, so what what is the game plan that Sonny Dykes has put in place for this game? Have you guys gotten, you know, any – I know you obviously have scouting reports. What are you guys thinking on defense? Um, you know, kind of just like last week, our, our goal is to make them one-dimensional. So if they're running the ball all over us and doing these screen plays that they're really good at all over us, they're going to be able to beat us over the top two because our safeties will get caught looking in the backfield. So obviously we want to stop the run and the, the short pass game, that sort of thing, going into the game. We have an idea of what they want to run on offense to beat us, so we're just getting ready for that. And – you know, just maintain, not get beat deep, not get beat over the top. You were watching the Ohio State game. I was watching the Ohio State game. They were, uh, you know, Ohio State safeties were getting torched at the end, just absolutely throwing the game away. That can't happen to us. So that's that's kind of how we're getting ready for it, just uh, taking it one day and then, you know, putting our game plan together and getting comfortable with our game plan. Totally. And I, you literally told me my next question before I actually asked it. I was asking, did you watch the Ohio State game? That's a yes. What were your oh, reactions? I mean, dude, what were your reactions to, to that game? I mean, I was on the East Coast. I don't know if you guys saw, as the clock struck 12, it was New Year's Day, and Noah Ruggles missed that game-winning field goal. I didn't know what to say. My family shut it off and put on uh, – we put on Ryan Seacrest, you know, whatever, for the ball drop, and we're just watching the yeah. game, and I'm, like, screaming. They're like, what the hell happened? I'm like, he freaking missed it. So what are your emotions on that? I mean, I, it's crazy. Oh, you know, I'm a fan of the game, too. I mean, I play it, but I'm also a fan of it. And I don't think you could really write a better script for a college football semifinal. So it was just an awesome game to watch as a fan, one. But then, you know, also I happen to play football and know a little bit. So watching it and just watching, you know, Ohio State just break down defensively at the end and give up touchdowns within tenths of seconds, like not even making them drive and take time off the clock. It, it was sickening to watch. I can't even imagine being an Ohio State fan. But then at the same time as a Georgia fan, that's why they're dangerous. They're led by a fearless leader who has been uh, at the bottom. And that's, you know, someone who's been where he's been. So um, as a Georgia fan, you got as an Ohio State fan, you got to be sick to your stomach. And unfortunately, both of those teams are really good. So it wasn't like I could just rather play one. Because no matter what, <laughs> the team was going to be insane. Of course. That we played. But as a fan, it was a great game. But then as a, as a player, once you started kind of breaking it down, you just felt awful for Austin, except it just gave you away. God, I mean, all, only like just the emotions running through CJ Stroud's mind after that game. I mean, wow. So, how are you getting, you know, mentally and physically ready for this next, the next part of your life in the biggest game? of your life are you doing like meditation are you what what specifically are you doing hey one sec jackson i couldn't uh, hear you i just had to let my dog inside not a big deal uh i was just asking Hold on. Oh, there we go. repeat that yeah not a problem uh i was just asking you know how are you for this game it's the next chapter the biggest game of your life how are you mentally and physically getting ready you know are you doing like meditation are you listening to uh, podcasts? Are you doing specific things to get ready for this game? Um, you know, the hardest thing with a game like this is you come off a very big game last week and then you got to do the same thing all over again. So totally. the biggest thing has just been putting last week behind you. Uh, 
we proved a lot of people wrong. Yeah, but we got it. <laughs> like, I'm getting to bed early, doing a ton of treatment because I'm a little banged up. Uh, but so is everyone at this time of year. Uh, drinking a ton of fluids, eating real well. Um, and then, yeah, I guess you can say, I haven't listened to a podcast this week, but if I feel like it, I will. You know, I like to listen to them when I go on like a drive or something like that. So uh, just kind of taking it the same. I've treated every other game, but obviously it's a bigger stage, a little bit more film, a little bit more studying in the notebook, that sort of thing, just because the lights are going to be brighter. Totally. How, I mean, how long was that celebration after the Michigan game? Like you just, you, it was probably one night, right? And then the next day you're just like, oh, here comes Georgia. That's it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You know, we had fun that night. Um, it was fun living in the moment. The next day we flew home from Arizona, so we were still kind of enjoying it a bit. And then uh, yesterday it's like we started practice, so it's forget thing of the past. Like we're not wearing our Fiesta Bowl hats. We want to wear a national championship hat. So hell, freaking yeah, um, yeah. That's that's kind of how it is around here right now. Totally, and. I, I mean, what's what's the vibe around the team? Are we are, are they hype? Are they you getting ready? You're getting like you getting game face on? Are you guys uh, just just getting like pumped up, or are you just kind of taking a chill for this week? Chill. You don't want to get so pumped up this far out from the game, right? The game's yeah. six days away. So if you were pumped up now, by the time you get to the game, you'd already be kind of freaking out. Okay, so. Our big thing is just staying chill and really just focusing on the game plan and one practice at a time. If you start, you know, thinking about the game, you're going to be seeing celebrities. You're going to be seeing all sorts of people. You're going to be a thousand people there. You're going to get amped up. And then by the time the game time happens, you have no energy left. So. Yeah, now we're thinking about, yeah, just going in, clear head. And, I mean, that's 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 key. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you'll be burnt yeah. out by, by the time you exactly. – Yeah, totally. So, my last question, I usually end it off with this. What's your message? You know, I've, I've asked this a couple times to, to kids out there, you know, people just in, you know, who don't have the opportunities, who don't have the scouting, who don't have the recruitment, et cetera. What's your message to them out there and how can they get to the position you're in? Um, I think one thing is just never give up. Obviously, like if you think you're good enough and you've proven you're good enough and you know you're good enough, don't give up because someone will find you and give you a shot. People are desperate to be good at football and sports and life. Um, then the other thing is just everything happens for a reason. Um, you know, if things don't go your way and things aren't going your way, you got to remember like it's not going to be like that forever. Life's full of peaks and valleys. So if you're in a valley, eventually you're going to get out of it, that sort of thing. So everything happens for a reason and never give up. Those are probably the two things I would tell people. Johnny, I mean, it has been a total pleasure having you back. I know it's been kind of last minute. You know, I literally just got back from a run. So I appreciate you. you. Appreciate you. Because I was, you know, later in the week, it's going to be hectic. So I wouldn't be able to do it. Oh, dude, long. totally. I And I totally respect, you know, the preparation and all that uh, required for the game. So I, I want to thank you again for joining me on the show. And we'll definitely, I mean, we'll run something back later uh, in the year, maybe after the championship or whatever. I'll hit you up later. Uh, thanks again, Johnny. Appreciate it. Words of wisdom. Awesome. And thank you for having me, Jackson. That's great. Great stuff. Johnny, I even awesome. got your gloves. I got your gloves right Let's here too. Let's go. Man. Let's Dude, go. There I, they are. I'm freaking ready. I'm ready, man. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go. Go frogs. Go, go frogs, frogs, baby. Go frogs. I'm ready. All right, Jackson. See you later, man. Peace out. That was Johnny Hodges, TCU linebacker.
Wow, man. I mean, just just to hear that from someone on the semifinals. I mean, dude, you, you can't make this up. I'm a kid. I'm in high school, and I'm hearing advice from a guy that who just beat Michigan. I mean, dude, really? This is crazy. And I, I, I might be, you know, overstating this, but I don't even know what to say. He really is just a nice guy. He's got a lot to say. Um, and you just got a, a quick preview. You know, you don't really get to see that. A quick preview into what this uh, young man and – excuse me, young man. What this gentleman is doing for this game. What this all-star is doing for this game. And you guys get to see exactly what a national championship mindset and a preview is going to be looking like. Anyways, Johnny Hodges, TCU linebacker, again on the Jackson Share Sports Radio podcast. Thank you all for tuning in, and I will see you on the next podcast episode. Peace.